Hello. Welcome back to the show. Greg out today on his way to Moorhead State for Tennessee State. Uh, they'll play at 8 o'clock tonight on ESPNU. Tigers have won five straight. They'll look to extend their winning streak. Some really good college basketball going on here locally, uh, both in the SEC and in the mid-majors. But it's time to talk more Titans with friend of show, Nashville Zone, from TitansOnline.com, the senior writer, editor, the great Jimmy Wyatt joins us. Good morning, Jimmy. JB, how you doing? I bet Pogues probably stopped by Keeneland, uh, probably up there while he's up in Kentucky, or probably hanging out at a track. I, I doubt he's up here for work. Well, you know me, I'm a Giants fan. When he goes to Moorhead, he's got to get me a Phil Sims bobblehead doll because yeah. I, bro- I broke the one he gave me, so I got to get another one. I didn't know those things existed. Are they still selling <laughs> this year? Well, I mean, you know, you talk of Moorhead State football, the most famous guy to come out of there is still Phil Sims, and that was in the 70s. But anyway, Jimmy, I got to ask about you first. I mean, you've been on a whirlwind tour, senior bowl, pro bowl, super bowl. I mean, have you have you have you rested up from all your travels yet? Does... Yeah, I kind of got. Yeah, I, I'm, I survived. I mean, anytime I, I always make that trip each year. My biggest fear is uh, is I'm going to get you know sick and be dragging at the end of it. So I was yeah. pumping these emergencies, these little packets yep. you put in water, and I. Uh, I take them every day. Get, I know exactly what yeah, you're talking I, about. Yeah, get a little sleep, and I actually made it through feeling well. I had at least another week left in me. I, I could have probably gone. They wanted to send me to. Uh, Send me some other event. Uh, but I'm, my wife is glad I'm back. I made it home just in time for Valentine's Day, which I know uh, she was excited about. And now I'm getting ready to go to the combine here in a couple of weeks. And I haven't told her that, so she won't be too excited <laughs> about that. Yeah, I'm the, next week. Yeah, the combine is always uh, always a big trip for you um, with TitansOnline.com. <laughs> uh, Jimmy, first of all, what you think of the Super Bowl? I thought it was a great game. You know, it's funny. I, uh, people asked me, you know, who I thought would win. And I, I was leading the Eagles, you know, all the way up until late in the week. And I just had a feeling about the Chiefs. And, uh, you know, obviously, if you move, I saw the Chiefs get lose a couple of years ago to the Super Bowl against the Buccaneers. They couldn't protect the quarterback. And Mahomes got hit and had to get the ball right early. And uh, I thought there was potential for that to happen again. But I just had a that the Chiefs were going to find a way to win, and they did that. They protect the quarterback a lot better. You know, the, I thought they outschemed them on a lot of plays to get guys wide open. Mm-hmm. They obviously benefited from the, you know, from the Hurts fumble and, and return, and, and the, the punt return was huge. They gave them another touchdown. But, uh, the Chiefs won it pretty square. I, mean, I, I hated all the stuff about Philly, about how they got robbed. I mean, yeah, that was a that was a holding call. There's it was no doubt about it. Uh, yep. But it's it just it's unfortunate that it happened when it did because that game had all the basis for a, you know, for somebody to score this might have a chance to have a last minute drive to win it. But you know that was a hold. There's no doubt about it. You know the Eagles had a lot of chances to stop the Chiefs and they couldn't do it. Um, and you know Chiefs were were the better team on Sunday. It was a great game and. Um, uh, you know, just unfortunately didn't have the high drama at the end because I, I certainly thought it was going to be that way. And I hate games where they're getting running out the clock just to kick the field goal at the end. And, and that's it. Shooting was awful. The, on the playing surface, you know, it's hard to understand how the field could be so bad for such a, you know, such a big game and you got all that time to prepare for it. Yeah, um, and we're talking with Jimmy White from TitansOnline.com, senior writer, editor, Nashville native. Jimmy, um, 
All right, Mahomes, two league MVPs, two Super Bowl wins, two Super Bowl MVPs. He's not even 28 years old, and he's making $500 million. I mean, uh, is he already an all-time great quarterback in your mind? You've been covering this league a long time. Well, he's, he's not in the category of Tom Brady, uh, but he's certainly what he's been able to do in such a short amount of time, as you mentioned, the trips that he's taken his team to the Super Bowl and and the success that he's had. I mean, he's he's on his way, and and he's young, and he's, you know, he's, he's tough, and he's willing to play through injuries. He's, he's playing, happy to be playing for a genius of a head coach, which certainly benefits him, but, but Tom Brady was playing for a genius of a coach, too, so... Uh, I think he's going to be one of the greatest of all time before his career is done. And uh, that's bad news for the AFC because he's not going anywhere anytime soon. You look around the landscape of the conference and, you know, I don't know what happened to Josh Allen kind of toward the second second half of the year. He seemed like he regressed a little bit. Don't you think he missed Brian Dable, Jimmy? Yeah, I think so. I think that has something to do with it. And maybe the elbow has something to do with it. But they kind of lost their way at the end. Burrow's a stun. You know, Justin Herbert's going to be a great player uh, for years to come. So, I mean, AFC's got some, some uh, you know, real contenders. And uh, and Mahomes is at the top of that group. Yeah, no doubt about it. All right. Well, obviously, last week on Radio Row, uh, talking to Taylor Lewan, he had some interesting quotes that, you know, was put on titansonline.com that he expects to be cut. So I won't ask you directly about that because you work for the team, but it seems like I can kind of read between the lines here, you know, what he said and how it was presented that it's looking more and more like Taylor Lewan's days uh, as a Titan have probably come to an end. Yeah, I don't mind talking about it because I wrote about it. Yeah. Those comments were just an exclusive conversation with me, and I have to say I, I'm somewhat, you know, working for the team. Sometimes right. you got to wonder, uh, is this okay to, to put this out there? And, right. Because he, as you saw in the story, it was it was pretty. He was pretty insightful, pretty open. Didn't hold anything back. You know how Taylor is. He's dealt with the lot of times in that locker room. And mm-hmm. It was Taylor Lawine at his finest. I mean, and he. He spoke from the heart, and I think he spoke from, you know, a place of, um, you know, where he's doing some truth-telling, too, about where he is at this stage of his career and this stage of his life. He, you know, he, you know, he talked about how much he's loving doing busting with the boys, you know, with his good buddy Will Compton. He talked about how much he enjoys a wife, who, in his words, puts up with his BS mm-hmm. and, enjoys, and actually enjoys the BS. You know, he talked about his, his two little girls that he enjoys spending time with and he said it himself he said i don't have to play football and so he's going to make a decision with what he wants to do now what he thinks is going to happen and i think he's probably right if he's going to get cut because he's supposed to make 14 million dollars again he said this himself and then he's going to have a decision to make of a whether he wants to retire b whether he wants to try to play somewhere else and how attractive that is, or see whether or not he whether he consider planning against the Titans just for the lower price tag. And if that's the case, you've got to figure out what that price tag is going to be. Right. You know, he, he talked a lot about again just whether he wants to play, and and, and that and, and I ended my interview with him just presenting it this. Hey, so you talk and you know, about how much you're enjoying your life and how much you question whether you want to play. And you don't have to play. I mean, every time I hear that from a guy, 
you know, it, it sounds to me like they've got one foot towards retirement, and Brable's looking for guys who are all in, guys who love football, and that's, that's a tough sell there, but he, you know, he ended with saying that, hey, if he decides he wants to play, he's going to be all in, he's going to be 100%, because if you're not that way, you're going to embarrass yourself on the football field. So right. he thinks he can get back into the right mental space to do it if that's what he wants to do, but he's going to have to put some weight on because he's lost a lot, and he's going to have to have a commitment uh, from somebody that wants to around, and he's going to have to be committed to doing it. And I think we'll get some, he'll get some clarity here in the next couple of weeks. Yeah, it's funny, Jimmy. You mentioned uh, the weight he's lost. I saw him in the press box before the Charger game out in L.A. I didn't recognize him. He came up to me. He's like, hey, man, what's up? And, he sh- and I shook his hand, and I was like, oh, yeah, that's Taylor. So um, assuming that he is no longer a Titan, Jimmy, in your mind, how should he be remembered? I mean, he's the last link to the 5-27 and 27 death march of uh, the middle part of the last decade. Uh, he stuck it out. He's been a leader for this team, kind of a spokesman, at times a meat shield for this team, you know, when uh, there's been uh, criticism to be handed out. Uh, in your mind, is he a ring of honor guy? Are we going to have a Taylor Lewan day at halftime of a game in the near future or in the future? Yeah, man, I, that's that's a tough question there because, uh, you know, I think, you know, obviously you've got to compare him to some of the best at that position that played before him. And Michael Roos is one of those guys. And mm-hmm. Brad Hopkins is one of those guys. And, and uh, you know, certainly they've had some other linemen. You know, yeah. I think Ben Jones. You know, if, you're, if you're putting Taylor Watt in there, even though Ben Jones doesn't have, you know, the, the pull roll trips that Taylor Watt does and maybe doesn't have, mm-hmm. you know, the, some of the accolades, you know, because he was in a – First round pick. I think Big Jones kind of speaks to what you know the Titans are all about. You, you start talking about Hall of Fame, you know, Ring of Honor type guys. I'd want to I'd want to throw Big Jones in there maybe even before Taylor one. He, he certainly made a great impact, uh, and you know he's proud of the fact that he helped kind of turn the fortunes of this franchise around. There were a lot of people that were uh, that helped with that, but he was certainly one of them. Uh, you know. Played really well in spurts, and uh, unfortunately, uh, you know, fortunately had some injuries that kind of held him back and kind of derailed his career. Uh, we'll see what happens from here. I don't think he's playing much longer. If he comes back and plays at all, and again, I, but even before my conversation with him, I was skeptical about him playing again just because he seems like he's enjoying life so much. Yeah, uh, I'm just curious to see what kind of transpires, but. Uh, uh, no, I think he's probably got a few more ahead of him in line uh, for, for something like that. Well, he'd be an amazing studio analyst with his personality, right, Jimmy? Oh, he'd be great, yeah. yeah. I mean, he's very honest and uh, you know, tells it like it is. and He's got a great personality. He's in a great field. I mean, he's, he's the bus with the boys. His podcast he does the Will Compton's hilarious. And yeah. He's, uh, he's just got a, a good, good, big personality. Uh, some people, most of it, some people are all right. Like I think, I think and he's doing like, his job, then, right? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but, but I think even in a locker room, he's just a big boisterous guy that sometimes people yeah. don't know what to make of it. So, uh, but it, everybody's, you know, got their own personality. You know, I'm sure you know Greg Cole grows people the wrong way and, and gets people uh, <laughs> all out of whack. But people, people tolerate him. Uh, I'm sure Mike Keith life. and Amy Wells rub people the wrong way. No, they don't. They're perfect. Yeah. <laughs> 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 they're 
Yeah, he's a Hall of Famer. He's going to the Hall of Fame this, later this year. Hey, Jim, I wanted to ask you about the – you mentioned the combine. It's coming up. I mean, just how important is that going to be because it's going to be Rand Carthon's first combine as a general manager. Obviously, he's done this before. He's got a good idea of what the draft class is looking like, so he's not going to go in cold. But this will be the first uh, real – I don't want to say test, but the first real situation where he and Vrabel have to go in and be on the same page, right? Yeah, and I think they got a little snippet of that at the Senior Bowl because they did some That's interviews right. there, and because I talked to Henry Hooker a little bit about uh, about sitting through an interview with those guys, and it was kind of funny him talking about. He, he, instead of saying it was like good cop, bad cop, he said it was like. I thought he misspoke at first. I was asking if it ran and Vrabel were both in there together. And he said, yeah, it was like bad cop, bad cop. And I said, well, which one was the bad cop? He said, well, both of them were the bad cop. You know, they, they were both of them trying to figure out the dirt and trying to figure out figure out you know, everything about you. So um, I, I think they'll continue that at the combine, uh, do a lot more interviews with players, certainly sitting in the stands that, Lucas Oil Stadium, watching guys. You know, he's going to lean, I know, continue to lean on, you know, the guys that have been working in personnel here, uh, you know, under John, you know, to get through this draft, and then we'll see if he makes any changes there. But I think he has a lot of faith in some of the guys that are here. So it's all part of the puzzle. You know, a lot of people asking me, you know, about his tendencies or what to expect of him right. in the draft. Or right. and, then the and the reality is you just don't know because this is the first time – and every one of these situations, because now he's calling the shots with alongside Rabel and others. But uh, I'm curious myself to see how things go, just to see what's important to him. And he'll, he'll get a lot out of him, I think, when he talks to the media through his first day of availability. Uh, Jimmy, as we uh, as uh, I'll get you out of here on this, I really think this is the most important offseason for the Titans, really since. Uh, the year they drafted Marcus Mariota because a lot of question marks, a lot of, a lot of different areas. And, you know, is it a rebuild? Is it a reload? Is it a retool? Uh, like you said, we just don't know yet. Uh, things will unfold, but it's going to be a really interesting and important offseason for this franchise. Yeah, I agree. I mean, there, there were a lot of, you know, John Robinson did a lot of good work in, in helping build this franchise up from the bottom because it was, it was low point, you know, when you go two and fourteen and three and thirteen, and and uh, and then once you get to a certain place, then you're kind of patching holes and trying to fill uh, areas of need. And, and now I think you're in a different place where you're going to have to make some moves to get let go of some players. It's going to be a little bit more drastic as far as um, some of the things you need to to change. They obviously look at the offensive line. That, that group's going to look completely different. They're going to need to do some things in the receiver. I don't know exactly what's going to happen at the quarterback position right now, and I think there are a lot of places you can look at where you'll wonder how how this guy going to still be on the team. And, and, and that guy is a, has been a, a pretty big name contributor. So right. they're, they're going to have they've got some work to do uh, this off season, and uh, yeah, it start it, it will start before the draft though because. We're going to see a lot of stuff happen here leading up to the start of free agency. We're going to have a lot of stuff happening in free agency. And then by the time you get to the draft, then you're kind of plugging holes. And I'm just curious to see what it's going to look like uh, when you get to Kansas City uh, last week in April. 
Jimmy, glad we finally got a chance to catch up, man. Great work as always. Appreciate you, man. Get some rest, all right? Okay, JV. Have a good rest of the week. Yeah, we'll see you in India at the Combine. There he goes, Jimmy Wyatt, titansonline.com. We will take a break. Come back. Your phone calls.